Episode 54 of Fringe Fanatics. Chris, we're back, and it is the epic middle linebacker episode. Yes. 54, to me, when you see when I see that number anywhere, I just think middle linebacker. That's yeah. all I think of. It is a good number for middle linebackers, too, you know, those 50s. Yeah, yeah, and it just looks like, for some reason, maybe because of the guy that we'll bring up and other past greats, just seems like a mean number, dude. It does. Yeah. yeah I don't know why, but... Yeah. Yeah, and a little bit about number 54, Mr. Brian Erlocker, or Erlacher, however yeah. you want to say it. Erlacher. Erlacher. Uh, he's a linebacker, obviously, 13 seasons in the NFL, entire career with the Bears. He played mm-hmm. college football with the New Mexico Lobos, where he became one of the school's most decorated athletes and was recognized as a consensus All-American in 1999. Uh, following his collegiate su- success, whoop, he was selected ninth overall by the Bears in the 2000 draft, uh, where he quickly became one of the most productive defensive players. Won NFL Rookie of the Year in 2000. Um, during his career, was selected to eight Pro Bowls, uh, and he was recognized first team All Pro four times. Did you say a 2005 Defensive Player of the Year? Yeah, I was just about to. Nice. Yes, NFL Defensive Player of the Year in yep. 2005. And After, whoa, 2000, right? I think it says here. Uh, he was the rookie of the oh, year in 2000. Yeah, rookie of the year. That's what I said. But yeah, uh, after retiring, he was an analyst on Fox Sports where he magically grew hair at some point. That's yeah, really nice. <laughs> well, I mean, you get enough money, you do hand- hair transplants. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so and then in 2017, inducted to the College Football Hall of Fame and the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2018. So um, pro- quite the prolific career. Badass linebacker. And, you know, I got to admit, whenever uh, you remember having East Base back in the day to order. Yeah. shoes and stuff he was one of the first guys that kind of made me like respect other teams and not just be so tribal about my team it's like yeah i saw Erlach and i just thought he was such a badass the way he would light guys up that one there was one time whenever i got an east bay in when i was in high school i fucking like cut out the picture and i put it on my door with all my other stupid stickers and fucking yeah. shit. And i was just <laughs> like dude brian early i know people are gonna think i'm a bears fan but just think this guy's a badass. Yeah, he definitely is. Yep. Uh, one thing we forgot to do, uh, by the way, I am Chris Zane. And I am Chad <laughs> Lee. That may be the first time we forgot that. Yeah, well, you know, we were just so excited to talk about Brian Erlacher and yeah. all of his accomplishments. <laughs> we just got right into it. But, you know. Very true. That is us. And if you've made it this far, please like and follow us on all things that you watch or listen to us on. And make sure to subscribe as well and rate us five stars. And if you haven't yet, please like, share, subscribe, and follow us on all things social media at fringe underscore fanatics. That way you guys get the notifications of when we go live and when we... New episodes, yeah, because we have been streaming on Twitch. Some of you may be watching us now. I I don't have Twitch pulled up, but um, I know that people have started following us on Twitch. So things are happening. Yeah, it's and we're growing. getting we're getting views after the fact on Twitch too. I've oh, noticed. That's cool. I still haven't made an account. Dude. Oh, really? I know. Yeah. I, need I don't to. think I have one either. Yeah. Honestly. So we need to go follow our own stuff as well. Yeah, that so you shows need how pr- humble we are. Yeah, you got to practice what you preach sometimes. You yeah, know? Seriously. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, we probably need to do that. We need to follow ourselves, and yeah. then um, yeah, we're trying to get out as much as we can everywhere. So uh, we're trying to make ourselves as available as possible to you. So um, we are at that point where we got to do a little bit of a lead off shot, and we are. 
not taking shots tonight. We have uh, Chad we're, got some ice we're, spheres. We're cheering, cheersing, cheersing. We're cheersing. Like gentlemen now. Yeah. Drinking like fucking John Dutton over here. Yeah. I've got a big glass with, but we got ice spheres. So cheers on the spheres. That's right. Cheers to you guys. If you're watching live, take, Thanks a, for take a drink of your libation with us. <sighs> nice and chilled. <sighs> Not bad. Good. It's good. Not bad. Indeed. Well, Chris, let's hear it, man. How'd the show yeah, go? It went uh, It went pretty good for a Sunday show. I was surprised at the turnout, actually. Sweet. We, we uh, kind of did this as a favor for uh, my buddy, Dan, who's the bass player in our band. Uh, one of his friends has like a new band, and they were like, hey, will you guys play with us? Sweet. And so we did, and then uh, we had a lot of talks with each other and other bandmates and people that work there about the fact that they need to quit charging so much for local shows. What um, were they charging? It was like fifteen for a Sunday show, and it's yeah. in the afternoon. Yeah. That's and that's a little much. The thing is, too, it's just like I don't know if it's the fact that like the venues don't want to look bad or like look like they are like doing like five dollar shows yeah. or whatever. But any any time, dude, we've done five dollar shows or even free shows, and just took like a cut of the bar. Yeah, like they just give us a percentage. Like we'll give the bands ten percent, dude. We've made the most money we have. I mean, it makes and sense. they brought more people in exactly because if it's a less charge at the door, more and more foot traffic is going to come in. Dude, Why do people go dude, to drink? Yeah, and even dude, I've seen five dollar shows. We played the Squire once, and we actually did really good on that show. But there was still people. Coming up to the door with a five dollar cover charge and being like, "Nah, man," and then they went and walked down the street to another bar and probably spent eighty five dollars. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's just like, but that five dollar cover is like, oh no, yeah, I'm not gonna come in for that. <laughs> so, it's like just five dollars. Yeah. People spend that on scratch. But yeah, it was man. pretty good. Uh, we're getting into a pretty good groove of um, just dominating when we perform a little. Fuck bit. yeah, no, man! Yeah, we, nice. We're getting, we got our little steps down and shit. <laughs> Things are all synchronized. Choreographed, yeah. huh? Yeah, we actually had to work on it. I went and got a bunch of, well, two giant-ass free mirrors like a year ago. Oh, cool. Like fucking huge like wall mirrors. And uh, we have them in front of us so we can practice our yeah, stage moves. Yeah, you guys are almost like a boy band now. Yeah, right? we're getting there. Now we just need pyrotechnics and uh, lasers. Lasers. you got to have lasers. <laughs> yeah. Then I'll definitely come, man. Yeah, definitely. And That's then other cool. than that, man... Uh, Watched a bunch more shit this weekend. Um, just so much shit. I don't. Even, I don't even remember half of it. I feel like because yeah, I just have been watching just so much by, shit. Doesn't it? Um, but yeah. Other than that, we. I started with you now. I'm working. We're yeah. we're co-workers again. We've, we've been previewing it. Yeah, uh, putting it into the ether, the ether yeah. and then now it's finally happened. You're yeah. finally slinging them bags. Yeah, slinging bags and yeah. all kinds of sealants and all uh, kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah, stuccos. We're working together again, man. Yeah, it's crazy. It'll be nice when I don't feel. Cause I always hate this too about starting a new job, and then we'll get back. We need to get going, but. Um, Cause you just you just feel like you're standing. Like there's a point oh, when man, you, yeah. when you know what you're doing and you're standing, and you don't feel bad about it. Yeah. But when you don't know what you're doing, you're like, I feel like I should be doing something. It's, that's exactly so why I, I brought up like the sweeping thing with you yeah. guys today. I was like, because I just know that feeling. I yeah. hate that feeling. You yeah. just feel like you should be doing something. Yeah. I kept telling that Josh guy, I'm like, I feel like we should do something. I feel like we've been standing for too long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it sucks when you're not used to like yeah. what to do in the downtimes. Yeah. But, but yeah, I'll get the hang of yeah, it, man. It'll Day come two, we're we're ready to go. How about you, man? How was your weekend? My weekend was pretty chill. I watched a lot of college football. Yeah. Hannah flew back in town. She went and saw some family last Thursday and Friday. So held down the fort, built an end table. 
And uh, yeah, dude, I watched a lot of college football, and yeah. I hit on a ten leg parlay, and I think I've figured out the formula to winning a college football. Yeah, you bet the money lines. You bet the money lines, and just like college, uh, but like what I was talking about with the majors, and this is obviously not discovering a formula. It's what people have tried for years and years. Yeah, but. You just got to know when the right teams to pick, man. Notre Dame was the only one that got real close for me. Yeah, it is way easier to pick the money lines. The only problem is the money lines always have a little bit weaker odds because, I mean, they're supposed to win. Oh, yeah. But that's what <laughs> but, you do. I took like – I was trying four... to do the spreads, and I was getting close. and that's just so one, hard, man. One would get me, and yeah, I was like, damn it. Dude, that would have so been like fucking, fucking $300. <laughs> yeah, I did it on a four-leg one last night. Uh, no, it was just three with Kenny Walker, anytime touchdown, Geno Smith, over 200 yards, and then DK Metcalf, over 55 yards. D, uh, Gino getting hurt really fucked with that, man. Yeah, he did go back out, though. I know. But we got a little bit of Drew Locke. We for, did. Yeah, and the Noah and fan. And Noah fan. Yeah, some yeah, Bronco reminiscing. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. And then they got him out of there real quick. Yeah. Like, Gino's healthy. Let's get yeah. back in here, He's man. fine. Yeah. Let's get him out of there. But that's Damn. cool. Yeah, I did. Wa- I watched just uh, the the CU game, and then that was it. I caught, like, the end of the Notre Dame game. Yeah. And then I finally got to watch the, the Donkeys win, so... Yeah. And that was close. <laughs> that, was, that was super close, man. I cannot believe they came back to win that game. That was nuts. Hey, I was dude, just Russ laughing is, to the fucking bar. Dude, Russ that. is having one of his best years to date. It's insane. Yeah. And he did only have still, 223 yards I know, but against touch, the Bears defense. Yeah, his touchdowns are up, though. It's, I think he's got a... He's and his on, passer rating. I think if he keeps going at the rate he is, he's going to have like 40-some touchdowns and like six interceptions. Well, uh, towards but, the second half of the season, I think you guys get a pretty brutal schedule. Yeah, it's going to be rough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if the defense doesn't fix itself, it's going to be real bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we see but, you guys in two weeks, man. Yeah, we can't it's going to be fun. But uh, So, yeah, you watched uh, some college football, put some shit together. And that's pretty much about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Nice. We went out to eat one night. That was pretty cool. But, cool. yeah, pretty chill. Nice. Yeah. Um, I did make my first uh, attempt at a hot sauce, and it's pretty wild. Like salsa or hot sauce? Like hot sauce. I tried to make like a hot sauce. Whoa, dude. What? Like vinegar yeah. and like yeah. all that? Yeah. How'd it go? It's really hot. Oh, I shit. put, it was all Serranos. It was like eight Serranos and four Carolina Reapers. <laughs> Fuck. That's got to be. I was cooking it on the stove and I opened it and I was like, oh, oh God. Shit. I was like, oh, my eyes. <laughs> That's like fucking fumes, man. Like gasoline. It's intense. Yeah. It, it's got a good deep burn. Wow. Yeah. And you tasted it? Yeah. That's what. Maybe that's what we should do for the punishment. Yeah, maybe. Or yeah, the gummy bear I've heard is really bad, but that's nuts. Well, see, I didn't think it would be because they sell it at gas stations and stuff. Well, I went to a candy store and they would only sell it to people over the age of eighteen. Holy fuck! And they had it. Yeah, it's like twenty bucks. I tried to like recommend that same punishment to the uh, Smalley Fantasy League, and yeah, only like four or five people were like, "Yeah, I'm down." Like. A few of them were like, no, not fucking well, like, don't finish last. It's either that or something worse than that. And I just feel like something hot's not going to be that bad. But no, yeah, it'll be all right. Son of a bitch. Yeah, my baseball. Um, well, that's it for the weekends. Yep, nothing too exciting. Yeah. Is that you just stomping your foot? What are you doing? No. Um, what was that? That's the second time I've heard bangs. I think Hannah's. She's thrashing around. Yeah, over she's there. mad, ruining the house. She's tearing <laughs> things off of the walls. <laughs> oh yeah, she's getting that room ready. That's oh yeah, we gotta we gotta lift up a bed. Got gotta get the uh, room ready for Grammy. Yeah, Gramsters is coming. <laughs> <laughs> <On> Grammers. <laughs> Let's watch the Philly game instead. All right. All right. 
So yeah, we got to get into headlines trip. now. So um, you're going to hear Hit the headline things. Headlines? Get your headlines here. That's right. It is time for headlines of all the major sports and funny things that we want to talk about. And so. always, we start with the NFL. That is Number correct. One, the league. Personal file. 69 offense. He was giving them the business. That is correct. And we here at Fringe Fanatics give you the business of football. And Chris, there was a lot of injuries last week. There was um, a lot. I think uh, we may just have that every week now that we're covering the injuries for fantasy. It's just like (laughs) a slew of guys. Yeah. Yeah. You want to start it off? I think I'll go with the most devastating one possibly. And that's Tredavious White with a torn Achilles, unfortunately. Yeah. Guy just toward his ACL I think like a year ago and finally got back and it, it's crazy what I you know when we talk about the Bills game here shortly you know it's it was just a big loss for him in a win yeah know? yeah yeah they dominated in that way and too. did we'll you watch that. it it was just like what we talk about with the snipers for soccer yeah total non-contact it's like everybody says man it feels like you're just running and then someone like kicks the shit out of you in the foot That's and then you so just strange, drop man. and then your foot's just like this <laughs> oh it'd be fucking awful yeah so um that was a that was a bad one another yeah. bad one is going to be um ooh, Matt Judon Torn biceps. He's going to be done for the season and as well in that game. They lost Christian Gonzalez, cornerback, yeah. dislocated shoulder. And they are saying further tests are needed to determine if there was more damage. So I think they're worried this could be a little bit more than just your, it's unfortunate, your average uh, shoulder falling off. That guy was almost playing like defensive rookie of the year before. Yeah, he, he was hurt. doing really good. And they were already without Jack Jones, Jonathan Jones, all the Joneses. Yeah. So their defensive backfield is weak right now. Definitely. You want to hit another one? Yeah, I think this is probably maybe even more significant than uh, Tredavious White because, as I said earlier, whenever we get into the Bills game, this is another injury that really altered that this game. But Teron, Teron Armstead of the Dolphins, their big offensive tackle, uh, was ruled out in that game. And I know you said, I think from the injury report, it's like knee, but then when you go to the Finns, like injury report, he, for some reason has like four injuries that they list. Like it's his whole body, basically <laughs> shoulder, knee, everything. If it was hockey, they would just say body Upper injury. Body. He's just got a body injury. Point to the doll where it hurts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they, I mean, the, what I saw yesterday was still saying knee, um, but and they're saying it's probably looking like he's going to miss a few weeks. Well, so and this is a guy that couldn't stay healthy last year either, so it's kind of unfortunate. It reminds me a lot of like David Bakhtiari. Uh, we got our first question, Chad, live. When do you guys think the Bengals should sit Burrow? Who who asked it? Did you see? Uh, eight two one Joker. Oh, that's probably Dan. Dan. Yeah, he's always Joker. The username. Um. I think they should sit him right now. I think they I thought they should rest have, him. I thought they should have last week. Yeah. And uh let him rest through the bye would probably have been the best thing. I did hear some reports that they're saying this is like something that's probably going to without like major rest is not going to go away. No. No. And it, you saw like he could not throw the ball like over 12 to 15 yards at all. He can't drive the ball down yeah. the field and you've basically lost the use of your two best wide receivers who were major deep threats. And another one that we're going to get into, T Higgins, it's got uh suffered rib fracture. Yeah. You know, so and they are saying what I saw is he is going to try and play through that, which 
Well, that's like uh, Herbert last year. Yeah, you yeah. just wear a big but, I mean, body thing. Yeah, but you think like a, a wide receiver takes so, way more severe hits than a quarterback. So it's it, to me, it's almost like a timeline. Like when does he get taken out eventually? Because I mean, it's like what we talked about last year with Herbert. Like, yeah, you want to get paid, you want to go win, but is it worth like a rib puncturing your lung and just? <gasps> Well, the, the yeah, <laughs> like what <laughs> the fuck, dude? Yeah, and when it comes to you know Burrow and his injury, like y- you want him towards the end of the season to be healthy, and it doesn't sound like with what they're doing, that's what's going to happen. So I am definitely worried about what's going to happen with the Bengals. I mean, they might make it into the playoffs, but they could yeah. very easily be a first round bounce. So, oh, I mean, if they even make it to the playoffs, because we look at, I mean, the Ravens seem yeah. to be playing well. The Browns had a shitty week last week, but I mean, their defense looks damn fucking good. So it's just dumb. That's, that's why I was, I was telling you, I almost didn't play Lamar. Yeah, because I, I was like, look, Ugh. I wish you w- wouldn't have. Man, I still would have won, but because nah. I was going to start Stroud and he got like twenty eight. But I know I was th- I was hoping to find Stroud on uh, waivers, but then <sighs> that's what, what you, you get for him. being first, yeah. sucker. <laughs> so in our league, first gets you the waivers. No, well, I I thought we switched it. So uh, I thought the the worst team would get it. Oh yeah, so maybe I think that's the way. I wonder how the hell I ended up with it. Yeah, probably nobody put in for him. Now everybody's gonna be like a uh, collusion. He did it no. himself. The, you were <laughs> no, kind of they... smart to get grab him before it was like popular. Though. I know, and then I grabbed Tank Dell because he like been averaging like thirty points. Well, like you know, it was like like twenties. Thirties yeah. was a little bit of over exaggeration, but and then he shit the bed this week and got me like three points. Oh, yeah, and I, I picked... had the, I think I was the highest scoring team this week and. Every week since I've started winning, my fucking flex has done zero, zero, and then like 3.4. It's nuts, man. (laughs) It's like, just don't even start a flex thing. Yeah, I might as well not. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but let's go through the rest yeah, of these. We uh, got on a little yeah, bit of a tangent. It's easy, man, with yeah, fantasy. fantasy. Um, but yeah, they, uh, it's to wrap it up, they need to sit, bro. I mean, because to me, it's like just accept your, just cut the losses. Well, man. I figured when they went and signed, uh, what's his name from the Canadian League? Um, God damn it. I don't remember who their backup is. How they went and signed. He used to be there at one point. Shit. I'm going to have to. I know I've heard the name, but I can't think of it. Um, Something with the name. Yeah, Broncos. Javante Williams suffered a hip injury. Last I heard, he's day to day. It sounds like they're thinking he's going to play. Um, speaking of Justin Herbert, though, he does have a fracture yeah. to his middle finger. Yeah. He was going around like <laughs> this. Like, ah! That's going to be the thumbnail, man. <laughs> Just flip off the fucking camera. Uh, but yeah, so they're saying it's not throwing hands, so it's not that big a deal. But, but- still sucks. Well, he's got to catch the ball and shotgun, though. Yeah, but they'll tape the hell out of that thing. Yeah, we'll they'll see. Just be like this. <laughs> when does he break his next finger? He's looking like this. <laughs> Top uh, some bitch, man. Couple receivers. Devontae Adams injured his shoulder on the third drive. He ended up returning for the second half. Yep. Should be good to go. Did you get to Mike Evans? No, he um, suffered a quad, uh, not a quad, but Hammers, a hamstring. Little hamstring. But um. Dan gave me an update on him today. I think God, what was I heard it? that he said he's gonna go. Yeah, I think that they're they're thinking it's not too serious. It's not a tear, at least. Yeah, yeah. So and then we mentioned T Higgins, and I think that's pretty much you it on the injuries. Can you pick it? Oh yeah, can you pick it? Oh, yeah. it looks way more severe, but it kind of seems like maybe the Travis Kelsey thing. But at last I heard, there's a chance he could play. But, yeah, they're seeing how the week goes. So, yeah. um, uh, and then Dante Jackson. I yeah, mentioned Dan just confirmed. Oh. Oh, I th- maybe he's talking about um, Burrow. Should oh. be able to go after the bye week. 
Oh, that's what he's talking about with Evans. That's what oh. he told me today. Yeah. Okay. He's going to go because the Bucks have their bye week this week. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. So, well, it's yeah. just good that he didn't tear it because, I mean, shit, I've got Godwin. And if Godwin's the number one, he ain't going to do shit. So yeah. I need Evans there. But that's going to wrap it up. F- I did want to mention oh. Dante Jackson, though, for oh, the Panthers. Oh, shit. You did mention Because that they were already without J.C. Horn. So that mm-hmm. defense that was already horrible, it's, it's just going to get keep worse. Getting now shredded. they've got no cornerbacks. Yeah. They're going to be on like third and fourth string Definitely cornerbacks. It's going to look like the Broncos defense out there. Hey, man, leave them alone. <laughs> they just don't know how to tackle, okay? Dude, I swear to God, I've never seen so many missed tackles in football games. Yeah. It's insane. I'll never forget that photo of uh, a uh, running yeah, and a, a, yeah, chain or whatever he wants to be called yeah. now. Yeah, there's literally like every Bronco on the defense. It looks like some kind of like cartoon or something, like Pee Wee football, dude. I don't know. Oh, shit. Uh, Let's um, get into a couple of news, though. Uh, Big news. Jonathan Taylor's coming back to practice Wednesday. Yep, he's coming off the old physically unable to perform list, and uh, they're saying should be good to go. So So you got to be thinking that Jim Ursay, that crazy fuck, was like, okay, we're winning. Maybe uh, we should try to get this guy back. Yeah, Yeah. maybe. I don't know. Well, I mean, he's going to come back. I'm surprised he's not boycotting or like that's what i was about to say he hasn't spoken to the media since july so how funny would it be if they're like he's good to go and then he's he's just like nah yeah it is kind of weird how you notice i don't know if you caught on to it but a lot of these running backs that were on like the zoom call you know we brought up the whole conspiracy thing a couple weeks ago uh but yeah the jonathan taylor on the pup list you know he had that ankle injury kind of austin eckler injured is still injured yeah and then uh there's another one that's failing me right now. But, oh, shit. Um, yeah. It happens, man. Yeah. And it happens at the worst times, too. Yeah. It is well, a bummer. The beginning uh, of the season sucks. <laughs> talk about a bummer, though. This is uh, quite unfortunate for Chandler Jones. He, seriously, and we will say it again, betterhelp.com. Use fringe word. <laughs> fringe underscore fanatics for yep. your 10% discount on your first month. And Chandler Jones, <laughs> you need to use this, dude, because you got some shit you need to work out, man. Dude, did you see him crying on Instagram Live talking yeah. about how uh, Aaron Hernandez was murdered in jail? That's what he was crying yeah, about. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. And he's like, you think he called him some like nickname? He's like, you think he killed himself? And they're yeah. just like, Ugh. well, did you see how all crazy? Like, one, after one of the first fuck, days, dude. Robert Griffin came out in support of him, and they were like, listen, you know, uh, I think we as NFL brothers need to support this guy. And just I agree nothing too. But support. Like, hold on, Chandler Jones replies to him is <laughs> like, motherfucker, I'm still playing. You're in the booth. You ain't yeah. doing shit. And it's I like, didn't dude, see this that. guy was trying to help you, yeah. man. Well, there is that NFL player who now I can't remember, but he killed his mom and was on, on the oh. run. And, like, you don't want yeah. it to turn into a situation like that. Dude, it's going to be a docu-series. That's yeah, sure. that one's pretty wild. Because, yeah, apparently. Or this this whole thing. He was, both of them, maybe. Oh, yeah. But. Um, maybe in a split two I can't remember that dude's name, but, yeah, he was, like, on Instagram Live trying to act, like, all apologetic, like, or, you know, like, he missed her or something. And it was just real fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, it's a bummer, but you know we got to talk about some of the bad news, unfortunately. Yep, but that is Raiders, man. Yeah, want to go to that team? Nope, nope, nope. Let's uh, keep cruising along. Let's get into the NBA. Come on, I'm burning. My lungs are burning. <laughs> Never gets old, man. Right? Uh, it really doesn't. I love that one. Right. I, I still need to watch that movie again. Yep, That's a really to. underrated movie. Watch it tonight. It's on yeah, Netflix. Maybe. Is it really? 
I believe. I think that's where I watched it last. Oh, shit. I might have to watch it. Well, Dame Time is come for the Bucks. In Milwaukee. Yes. A three-team blockbuster trade where the Bucks receive Damian Lillard. Portland receives DeAndre Ayton from the Suns. I'm going to mess this name up. Tuomani Kamara from the Suns. Yeah. They got Giroux Holiday, and then they immediately... Traded him to the Celtics for Malcolm Brogdon. He didn't even have to unpack. <laughs> Robert Williams the third and two firsts in 2024 and 2029. Um, they also got a 29 first round pick from the Bucks and two first round pick swaps in 28 and 29. Jesus, dude, that is a haul. Isn't that a lot? <laughs> it's insane. Um, That's wild. You know who the loser of this trade is? Uh, the Suns. No, oh. my, the Miami Heat. Oh, yeah. Because they didn't get anything. They didn't get Drew Holiday. They didn't do anything this offseason. They haven't done shit. Yeah. I think uh, we'll get into it. They'll probably be waiting for the trade deadline now at this point, but that's a definite big miss for them to not go out and do anything. They don't still have a good backup for Bam. No. We saw how that killed him last year in the finals. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so that was the big news. Dame going to the Bucks. That's huge, man. I mean, I was bringing this up to uh, one of the customers. You'll see Eric. He's a... uh, custom restoration. Uh, I think that's the company. But anyway, dude, is he he's the dude you're talking guy. to about CSU or no? Uh, I can't remember. No, but he's this older guy that man. He's a diehard Nuggets fan. He's a okay. good dude. But we, I was talking about it with him, just how dangerous it could be. I mean, Dame averaged 32 points a game last year. Pretty sure that no, it didn't lead the league. Embiid barely beat out Dame. Yeah, barely. But still, 32 points a game is fucking nuts. All right, imagine him driving to the basket with Giannis there at the free throw line. As soon as he starts driving and acting Dishes like he's going to pass yeah. to Giannis, everybody's going to cave in on him. And then Dame, all he has to do is just pull up from fucking half court because he can drain <laughs> threes like that. Dude, he on paper, it's seen. And you got Chris Middleton. If if he can stay healthy, he's fucking yeah. dangerous. You got maybe one of the defensive players of the year last year, uh, Brooke Lopez, who almost got defensive player of the year. That's a Side dangerous fucking te- team. Yeah. <laughs> Who? <laughs> well, that's his brother that was Sideshow Bob. Wasn't oh, it? man. He's a weird looking uh, dude. Man. I can't remember his Robin. brother's name. Robin. Yeah, yeah. Robin Lopez. <laughs> yeah, Seriously. he looks like Sideshow Bob. Yeah. <laughs> but they both kind of do because they're twins or they're really. They're they? giant twins. They're like yeah. twin towers. Yeah. But uh, the Suns did receive Grayson Allen from the Bucks. They got Keon Johnson via Portland, Nasir Little from Portland, and Yusuf Nurkic from Portland. But they've basically lost uh, their best player. So yeah. <laughs> I don't really know what they got in return to. Um, it really like it subsidized trading off Damian Lillard. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't quite make sense. I mean, the the Blazers are just basically trying to bank in for the maybe four years from now with all these draft picks and stuff. Yeah, so they can you know turn it into something. Definitely. But Boston too, uh, getting Drew Holiday. That's fucking scary, man. I mean, they got Porzingis there. That guy is like. You know, just like I said, defensive player that is always up there for DPOI, and this is a guy that. He's going to turn the Celtics, I think, into the finally the team that could get yep. to the finals. But that's just what's going to be so great. It's basically going to be, you know, Nuggets, Suns, maybe Lakers. I doubt Lakers. I highly doubt Lakers. And then in the East, Bucks and Celtics. The Lakers are 
their media day, they had a lot to say about the Nuggets. Oh, they did, man. They they kept receipts. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we, we were listening. They keep receipts because so they're old. Me like and Bron were talking. We can't wait. <laughs> can't wait for you to get healthy and be able to play uh, 60 Dan's games. Denver versus Boston finals. That would be a really good finals. That would be nuts, man. Yeah. That would be really good. We almost got That'd that last year. It was close, really but was, uh, they couldn't do it. Yeah. I think Denver's going to keep going, too, man. I think they're just going to keep getting better. Yeah, I think so too. I was really hoping they would be in on something big, but you know, they just had to bat batten down the hatches a little bit and get some fill in guys. So yeah, yeah. We'll they see. Could, they, when you win it all, you know, there's not much you can do. Yeah, You're already the keep best. Keep getting better. You know, keep getting better. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, other we, news, dude. We just uh, we got in sync cut, there. Yeah, we bit. almost uh, touched pitches. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, let's get to one last bit of news. It was kind of more. Silly news, TMZ type shit, but uh, Jimmy Butler coming out all emo yesterday. Uh, yeah. Nobody saw this. Uh, he was just kind of pulling a publicity stunt, acting silly. And uh, I just wanted to bring up some of the more funny memes that I saw that had me fucking cracking <laughs> yeah. up on it. Let's hear uh, nobody saw this. Yeah, he kind of combed out his braids. They He had a couple of fake earrings in. Almost looked like, I'm pretty sure he had eyeliner on. Yeah. Yep. So one of these says, Jimmy Heat World. I think he also had like fake lip piercings in. Too. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, you have those piercings. Uh, ball out boy. <laughs> ball out boy is a good one. Heat wins. <laughs> Peter Parker and Spider Man three. Yeah, when he was turning into Venom. Yeah. <laughs> Panic at the free throw. <laughs> and then uh, because tonight will be the night that I will ball for you. <laughs> yeah, don't really get that one. I'm slow. Uh, then this is my favorite. Cut my contract in two pieces. <laughs> Dame was my last resort. Suffocation. Uh, me and Dan, since he's watching, we're actually talking about Jacoby Shaddix today, who is the lead singer of uh, Papa Roach. Oh, yeah? What were you guys talking about? With it? Weird movies. And yeah, uh, I guess he was in some movie. I think it's called The Retaliators. So he'll probably tell me I'm wrong. But I think it was like The Retaliators and like Jacoby Shaddix was like the bad guy. And then I was telling him about some fucking weird movie I watched called Officer Down, oh, yeah. which was directed by Clown from Slipknot. Oh, and Corey Taylor is like the bad guy in it. And it's like about some weird cop that I think you walked up when we were talking about. It. I said it was some yeah. cop that dies, and like they keep like reanimating him. It's super weird. That is, it's that like super gory, super crazy, man. But yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah, he said I'm right. I was right. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's funny. I man. can retain information. Look at me go. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, he knows his rock music. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, oh, one other thing: Harden skips media day and still wants a trade. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I think Daryl Moore needs to trade him for a pack of cigarettes. Pa uh, yeah. Pack of smokes and a, oh, a washing machine like yeah. Monix and uh, Semi Pro. Probably a pack of ding dongs is what, because that's what he's eating. <laughs> what did right we now? trade for Monix? We traded the washing machine. <laughs> um, we should probably call Gregor's. Yes, let's do that. Yeah, I think we're gonna time. we're gonna move into golf. Yep. So you're gonna hear the golf thing while I call Mr. Gregory Maher. Let's hit it. Let's do it. I call him. I'm gonna hit this right now. Go to your home. Son of a bitch, Paul. Why didn't you just go home? That's your home. I you probably should have waited a home? little bit. Answer me. <laughs> it's all right. Gentlemen, Gregors. Mr. Gregory Maher, your initial debut on French Fanatics. How do you feel? 
Oh, feels great. Now, is it is it the first guest on the show, or it's your first it, time? We've we've time. had we've had several guests. Oh yeah. So you're not that. But expect about. the swift boost. I'm sure your followers will jump three hundred thousand or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, you'll yeah. be comparable to Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. So. Yeah. I hope you're prepared. For you're that. welcome. <laughs> so what you're saying is that I need to immediately start dating a superstar. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, you can if you if you want. Yep. It's up to you. Well, I hate to say it, but yep. maybe I don't know if you've listened to some of our past episodes, but you are kind of our uh, alternate for our go- golf correspondent. <laughs> yeah. Adam Scheinman is out of town, so we needed someone that was really watching the Ryder Cup because Chris and I weren't able to watch much of it. So we wanted you to give a little recap for our listeners. Yeah, no, I, I and I appreciate it. I'm glad that I could step in and help out. Was I waking up at 4 a.m. to live bet, you know, holes and do all of that? Yeah, you betcha. <laughs> yeah, I would, yeah. Ex- I would expect I, nothing less from you. You are yeah. a resident And do I have plenty to degenerate. say on that whole situation? Absolutely. <laughs> Let's <laughs> yeah. hear it, man. Is the U.S. Yeah. embarrass ourselves? So, yeah, I mean, you know... It, I mean, it breaks down to Friday, right? I mean, they look, got too far at, behind. They got too far behind. I yep. mean, and you have on the first hole, you have Victor Hovland who's just chipping in, mm-hmm. right? And then, and then you have Team Europe that just continues to just make long putts. You know, a lot of them over ten feet. They're chipping in for for birdies and eagles. I mean, they're just making they're making plays, and they were able to take a lead quick. Yeah, because going into Saturday, weren't they down like seven and a half? I think is what we were talking about. Uh, they were down. Yeah. Or is it? It might or, that might have been coming out of Saturday. I know at one point they were down nine was, and a half to two and a half. Four and a half. Yeah, they were down four and a half to five and a half to one and a half. Yeah. All right, Greg. What uh, I want to ask about is: Do you think it had anything to do with? Um, so, from what I heard, a lot of the European golfers had uh, participated in competitive golf since the last major. Like just whether it was a local right. tournament or something, none. Or maybe it was like three or four of the U.S. golfers participate in competitive golf. Yeah, I think that's a huge, huge factor, right? Yeah. I did a lot of lot of Team USA. They didn't play. They didn't play competitively for over uh, for about five weeks. And they didn't want to wear um, the fucking hats. <laughs> well, that was part of my next question with the pay. I didn't realize they didn't get paid. They do. It goes to right. ch- a charity, though. It is a charity event, yeah. Yeah, but um, I think that's it was Xander Shoffley and his dad, who happens to be his business manager, so obviously he's mad because he doesn't get his cut, but that's why I think they didn't wear the hats because it was a bit in protest of it. Yeah, I, I, there, there's some speculation behind it. I also saw something um, that came out that his his I think Xander's um, rider spot could have been revoked. I saw that too. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah over a contract dispute. Now I didn't see, I didn't know that going into it, but yeah, I saw that. And I was like, it's interesting that that shade's getting thrown after the round. Yeah. yeah I guess they said, basically I like go with Chad said they wanted to talk about why, or like there was some things they wanted to iron out. And then all of a sudden he's out of it. And then they like reinstated him after they ironed everything out. So it's, it's super weird. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a wild mix. So you know, you can imagine just going into that already. There's you know already resistance going into a team, and then on top of that, I mean, you know, sounds like sounds like there was also like a bug going around in the locker room, and people were feeling under the weather. I mean, Ricky didn't even play Saturday, so you got these guys under the weather. They're on the road. 
which I think it's been 36 yeah, we, years. It's like 91 yeah. or 92 PSA since won they've won in Europe. Yep. Yeah. I'll double 30, check that really Yeah, quick. we we looked it up last week. It was a 30-year drought. It was 1993. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they were playing in Rome, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, to me, I just think it's kind of cocky for the U.S. to not really practice or it just shows a lot of arrogance on their part not to really take part in any competitive golf before this. Because, I mean, you're representing the country. Like you said, why does Ricky Fowler hate America? (laughs) What the hell, man? (laughs) Come on. Well, that was was in the heat of the moment. (laughs) <laughs> that that was in the heat of the moment, and that was after you know him contesting the the putt. But you know, I mean, the reality is he hits it in the water, and and you know, and then he contests the putt to Fleetwood. Is Fleetwood going to miss a two and a half foot putt? No, no, he's not. You know, I mean, the way he was putting and the way he was playing, no. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I see. Um, also. What was the deal with Roy and that little scuffle that he got into? I wasn't. It was, it was over the caddy for Cantley, I thought. Yeah. Um, something about yeah. he wouldn't get out of the way because they were celebrating. And uh, yeah, they were doing the hat. They were doing the hat wave thing. Yeah. Okay. And he wouldn't get out of the way to celebrate. Um, it was it was pretty interesting to see that unfold in the parking lot. Yeah, he was um, super pissed. Yeah, off. it was. He it was, was like screaming. At I somebody. thought it was badass. <laughs> it was almost like uh, Happy Gilmore esque to yeah. see that from Roy. And and the best part is is he was yelling at Bones and and I you know living in Phoenix you know and being in the golf community here I know plenty of people who know Bones on a on a you know personal level and just the nicest guy ever too. Yeah. Are you talking about the caddy? Yeah, yeah. Because well, when he was ye- he was yelling at Bones, who was, uh, you know, who who was I believe catting for um, was it Spieth? Um, at, I can't remember. Is that's who he was yeah, yeah, at the parking lot. But yeah, it was pretty wild to see that go down because I was like, "What the hell is going yeah. on?" Like, I did not expect there to be this much fucking drama at the Ryder Cup. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I wish normally it's just like a, a like a happy go lucky, you know. That's the Ryder Cup, but like all of a sudden this year, there's you know protests and yep. people screaming at each other. Tension too, because didn't Brooks Kepka tell someone I can't remember who it was? Like, yeah, you would have made the team if you would have like from Live. He was like, yeah, more Live golfers would have made it if they would have golfed better. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's, I mean, that's that's fair. Yeah, you know, um, I'm sure, but you know, we could always sit here and and now after after losing this, you know. We could sit here and say, well, Zach Johnson could have done a better job of, of you know, picking and, and maybe bringing in, you know, a DeChambeau or something, you know, some of the other live players. But, you know, the reality is, is that I think I think overall he made some pretty good selections. There's a couple that he could have changed. But, you know, it's not like, you know, I think Brooks is, is probably the top contender right now on the live tour to be, you know, who's showing that he deserves to be in the cup. Yeah, and unfortunately, Europe just got the better of them, and they had the better team at the end of the day. Like you look at going down their roster, it's just a bunch of heavy hitters, <laughs> just yeah. guys who've been doing really well towards the end of the PGA Tour this year, and had continued to do so yeah. in the Ryder Cup. So, and and you know what? As a fan, you know, I just don't feel like the U.S. USA team had that fire, right? Besides, no. besides JT and, and 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 Homa, Max Homa, great. I mean. I love watching Homa play, but I mean the Euros—they're—they're they're filled with a bunch of guys who can really ignite some emotion, right? You got Rory, you got Shane, yeah. You know Victor. Hov, watching Hovland play is is something special, and 
he brings such a unique element to the game and, and Hatton, Dude, I mean, he, he drove that them, par you know, four <laughs> within like 10 yeah. feet Jesus, <laughs> like just crushed it that guy's yeah, got a hell of a golf swing. He's been hopping yeah, golfed great like the last like pretty that's much five saying. months. Yeah, man. Like, I mean, he was every major there. he was right yeah. up there. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's he's definitely a, a top contender, and and I mean he's making he's making a lot of moves. He's fun to watch. Definitely, hell yeah, man. Well, Greg, we'll let you get out of here. I know you got to go to dinner here soon, but I did want to ask you. What is your lock of the week this week? That's a good question. And and, and we'll go NFL. And then I got other. I got one other. Quick oh, you want to go question to, to top off this? Let me let me get this out of the way first because that's a good question. I just want to know, Greg, what is it going to take for you to trade Austin Eckler to me? <laughs> <laughs> you can't do this. On, you can't do this. He's out. You can't do this on air. These are behind putting them on pressures. Putting him on the pressure. I mean, if I would have lost this week, I probably would be like, "All right, time to trade everyone." But you know, I'm. I don't know. We'll have to talk. We'll make some side deals. All right. Yeah. I, we'll, I was we'll trying talk. to. I don't want I was, this to be on the record. Yeah. I, was, <laughs> I was floating Lamar to Greg last week. Oh wow! Yeah. I didn't know about that? Yeah. yeah. He yeah. turned me. He turned me down. It's gonna be Just a long season. Shot me yeah, down. There was a little bit turned down. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, ah, my heart hurts, but yep. that's probably on. probably smart move on his part. He's got Jared Goff, man. That's a good one. Well, man, Jared Goff, yeah. Who, who, you know, it's you know, we'll see it. We'll see how how far he can go, but he seems to be holding it okay. Um, oh, yeah. I'm I'm happy with my running back right now. Yeah, he got you a pretty much. good stable of them. So yeah. I was trying to get one from yeah. him, but he shut that's it down. Fair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But let's hear it, man. Give uh, us one lock, and it's got to be a spread that's like six and a half or lower. <laughs> it's got to be a spread. <laughs> you can't, you can't hit him with you that. What? That's what a lock is, dude. You can't be like, uh, oh, it's yeah. going to be against the yeah. Cardinals, you know? Yeah, that's, that's, that's what Well, lock hey, is. you don't oh, know yeah, with the Cardinals. Way, that's true. A, it can't be a money line bet at minus 450. I got you. Yep. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, I think watching um, – the commanders and seeing the bears play, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of going to keep going with the hype of, of, of the commanders and, and I'm taking the commanders with points. I think they're at, um, what's that spread out right now? Five and a half. It's gotta be. I mean, I don't know why it's not more because it's the fucking bears, but yeah. Well, hey, and they're yeah. both, their offenses can score as we can see both sides, uh, as you know, the commanders almost beat Philly this week. Um, right. scoring 31 points and, you know, the bears damn near destroyed the Broncos until they pulled something out of their ass. So this could be a high scoring game too. I mean, you might be able to bet the over on it. Yeah. Overs at 44 yeah, and you're right. Greg, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. For it's 44. Then yeah, you're right. It's at five and a half. So I, I just find that surprising because the bears, I just seems like they're, Almost at the point of taking with them, I and mean, they're willing to trade Chase Claypool right now. I think they're going to get shit for him either. Hell no! Like a washing machine. Like yeah, I think I think it's Commanders minus five and a half. And if and if you're feeling if you're feeling you know frisky, you take the over and you make it a same game parlay. Yeah, I can see that. And, and that pays for the bar tab for the weekend. There you go, and there then throw go. in an anytime touchdown with. Uh, Somebody just keep the legs going <laughs> out of the legs until it gets unmanageable. Hey, let me ask you one more thing. Cause you're still a Broncos fan, right? Even though you live in uh, Phoenix or around that. Of area. course. That's what I thought. So are they going to beat 
In the Nathaniel Hackett Bowl, are they going to beat the Jets this week? God, I hope so. <laughs> you know, I, I, based on based on what we saw most recently, yes, I think so. Uh, you know, the, the one thing the one thing I'll say, as far as the Broncos go, is it's really nice to see Russell Wilson making plays. Yeah, he's playing yeah, it, better. It finally, it doesn't feel like he's the issue. Yeah, he might not be the full right. answer, but he's not the problem for once. I mean, he's scoring. Yeah. I, I mean, we we went. We were what he had. How many touchdowns on the season last year? And thirteen on the whole season. The season. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 at least making plays and he's at least scoring. So that gives me optimism and, and hope. So you think they do beat the Jets? Then? I do. Yeah, I think yep. the Jets are fraud. That's pretty nuts. They gave us a tough test a couple nights ago. So. We'll see. Well, you guys, you guys are too worried about Taylor Swift, so you know. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you're forgetting about Ryan Reynolds, man. Uh, Come they on. didn't even care about Ryan Reynolds and <laughs> they fucking didn't even Wolverine. Dude. And Hugh they Jackman. walked in right behind her, yeah. and they're like, "And there's Taylor Swift." It's like, "Oh yeah, there's the guy who owns a soccer team, has a big thing on Netflix, yeah. one of the biggest movie stars, and Wolverine." Believe me, yeah, Peacock got pretty annoying about it. NBC, let's just call it that. Well, yeah. the Jets. I'll tell you what, though, I'm. I'm fine looking at Blake Lively all night long. I think we can all agree on I that. I mean, the Jets have only scored over 20 once this year, and that was 22 points. So as long as the Denver offense can stay where they're at and score 28 points, they might be able to pull us right. out with ease. But it's always with the defense because we like to make people look like all pros. So that is true. Justin Fields is what, 16 of 16 and a half or something? He like led that. the whole week in uh, passing last week. That's nuts. And he's not, he can't throw the ball. He had 99 <laughs> against us. Crazy, man. Oh, uh, shit. It's nuts. Well, Greg, we're going to have to have you on more often, man. You're good at this. Yeah, it's fun well, to talk to you. I haven't was, talked to you in a while. It was phone. an absolute pleasure, boys. And if there's anything that I can leave here with, this is the degenerate in me. Mm-hmm. My slogan is there's no better parlay than tomorrow's parlay. That's true. That's, Tomorrow that's could cool. always be the winner. Yeah. Need to put, make <laughs> always, that into a wooden sign you know? or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we do want to, we do want to try and work something in with you where we can just maybe have you pop on and do like, you know, steak and eggers with Gregor's. Yeah. We were talking about steak and eggers with Gregor's where you were like, just come in and basically give us one of your bets of the week. But, I think that's a great idea, but that would involve us having it. to well, call you every Tuesday you. night. Let's make sure Washington hits first. Okay, so we'll go. We'll base it off that. If Washington wins, <laughs> then you're already on a roll. Yeah, then we'll we'll roll with our segment with you. Hey, are you still looking to maybe get tickets to come to the Denver Chiefs game here? I really want to. Yeah, that'd be awesome, man. Yeah, you should. It's been a that'd long be time. Cool. I think the last time you came to the game is when. That was the the last time the Broncos won. It was. I think, it I think was. Greg left at it like halftime. Yeah, <laughs> I think I remember that. Yep. <laughs> Did I? I I, I thought I'm you almost got, sure that the Broncos remember, won that game. I think they did because they it was the first game we went to that they won, and then they've lost every single one since. I think so. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that was the game where we got really messed up in the parking lot. Yeah, that's yeah. You, you puked, puked before we even went in. Yep. <laughs> yep. All yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, but now, now that's I'm why you're sober, sober and so flying right. Up. <laughs> and now I'm sober. It all makes sense. <laughs> yeah, no. And now you're just a degenerate gambler. So yeah. <laughs> I appreciate trading one vice one with, thing another. with another. Yeah. <laughs> good gotta have something, boys. Yeah, definitely. Hell yeah, man. man. Well, it was good talking to you, Greg. Hey, you too. Enjoy the rest of the night, and we'll uh, we'll we'll catch up next week. Definitely, man. Sounds good, uh, man. I love you, buddy. You have a good night, dude.
All right, boys. Love you. See ya. Bye. Yeah, if some of you good. D- if some of you don't know, uh, I think Greg started after he. Yeah, because well, I way after you me. start. You were working there. I started working there, and then yeah. Greg started working there. Yep. But yeah, Greg was another guy we met working at Tokyo Joe's. Uh, one of the boys. I mean, we oh, partied yeah. hard. Yeah. Went Tokyo to, Joe's wasn't even so much of a restaurant as it was just a bar. Really. Yeah, yeah, it was just us getting just wasted all of the time. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that was the days when I was uh, waking up and like drinking uh, vodka and Gatorade and going into work. Yep. <laughs> Greg uh, lived with his dad in the above. same building above Tokyo Joe's, so we would just go yeah. up there and smoke bowls on our break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good times. Yeah, it was good times, man. Oh yeah. Oh wow. He sounds different. I thought so too. Yeah, maybe that's just how you sound when you're sober. Maybe, you know, yeah. maybe your voice. There's a few times where I was like, "That sounds like Craig," but there's a few, when he first started talking, I was like, "This doesn't sound." Maybe like he put on like a professional, like yeah. Gene Deckerhoff voice. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, something. he went for like the radio voice. <laughs> hey, everybody! It's Rick T's Top Forty Countdown coming at you live. <laughs> yep, and that's why you should be on the radio, Chris. <laughs> that was good, man. Uh, was good. But yeah, um, so that was, uh, that golf, was golf right there. Yep. So let's see where we're at right now. You want to do the musical break? I think that's all the headlines we got, man. Yeah, we're at 48 minutes. I was now. almost going to do a UFC paper, uh, preview, dude. I totally fucking forgot. I thought it was this weekend. I didn't write it down. And no, it's the 21st. Oh, so there's I, no UFC jumped, this weekend yeah. either? I was like way ahead of myself. I kept looking for it on Saturday night. I was like, there's got to yeah, be a fight night a fight or something, night. and there's nothing. And they I was had like, done one it. for like eight or nine weeks in a row, so they finally took a week off. It's um, probably because of the Canelo fight. I did have a couple other things. Oh, you did have some hockey. Yeah, yeah, I did have hockey and a little bit of F1. We were going to touch on college football, too. Oh, wow. See, I'm so, jumping the gun so yeah, much. Yeah, a little man. bit. We're, I'm going to fly through this hockey stuff, though. Um, so it is what it is. But we do got to talk a lot about it. It's starting soon. So, yes, hockey is back. Preseason is happening. 18-year-old Connor Bedard drafted number one overall by the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, looks like a natural in his debut uh, Thursday night, you know, last Thursday, of course. Uh, he has two assists in the 2-1 overtime win over the Blues. The Blackhawks are already seeing insane boosts to their bottom line. I mean, they're making money hand over fist right now. That's what happens. Um, they are expecting a 10% increase in overall ticket sales, and they have nearly doubled all full and partial season ticket sales not to mention, they have also doubled merch sales with thousands of Connor Bedard jerseys already having been sold. So awesome. You see the effects of drafting one of these you know, prolific guys. We are a little bit rich with um, these guys with the Avalanche as they draft Nathan McKinnon, who may go down you know, top 10, top 15 for sure in terms of um, hockey players. Uh, and then we get one of the best defensemen to date in Kale McCarr. So Kale McCarr is amazing. We're a little flush with the um, riches in terms of drafting these kind of prolific players but um you know next to Connor mcdavid who came after um nathan mckinnon sorry i almost said kale mccarr came after nathan mckinnon now Connor bedard takes that role guys like i said 18 years old playing against grown-ass men so it's always so crazy to see that phenom yeah that's the crazy thing about hockey and even now with nba and these guys playing in the europe league they're like 15 16 years old playing against you know grown-ass men so it's these guys are you know pretty well um calloused by the time they get to the pros so um the other thing i did want to mention in hockey um forward brandon sutter 
Last played in 2021, retires after 13 seasons, initially drafted by the Canes 11th overall in 07. Winds up playing four seasons there before finishing the rest of his career with the Penguins um, from 2012 to 2015, and then the Canucks from 2015 to 2021. This is kind of wild, dude. He had not played in the last two seasons due to long-term COVID effects. Oh, shit. Still cannot play hockey. Ended up doing a tryout for the Blues and decided to retire after being released um, Damn. this last Sunday. So the dude can still not play hockey. He's that only, is wild, I think man. he's only 33 years old. Um, that, so yeah, it's, it's crazy that, <laughs> that he cannot play hockey after that held out Hamzat Chiamov for a long time. Yeah. UFC fighter. I get, yeah. I mean, it can really fuck up your respiratory system it if really you get can. it bad enough. So yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, he ends up playing 770 games total in his career. Um, 289 points, 152 goals, and 137 assists to make up that 289 points. And then the big news. The season starts in eight days, Chad. Hockey is back in eight so days. So crazy. Colorado's playing the Dallas Stars tonight. In, yep. Uh, on the preseason. pre-season. Um, and then it's going to kick off with a triple header on ESPN featuring um, Preds at the Tampa Bay Lightning, 5.30 Eastern Standard Time. So that game's starting early here. Uh, then the Blackhawks at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then the Golden Knights will raise their first ever banner after they win the Stanley Cup Championship. They take on the Kraken at home. That is a 10.30 p.m. Eastern That's Standard Time. That's a good game. That's cool. Yeah, so that should be pretty cool. So that is it for hockey. What would you like to get to next? We got F1 and then college football. And then MLB. Well, yeah, I just, yeah. we know MLB is coming. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> F1, let's hit that. All right, let's do that. That's always a fun noise. <laughs> <laughs> I also kind of lead this one somewhere. Unless you want to talk about the first thing, Michael Andretti? Yeah, uh, I could. I could you can lead us bit. into it a little bit. Yeah, and I'll, I, got I'll, that, I got a little bit I of the I just saw the headline that. Uh, Michael Andretti, right? Yeah, yeah, son of Mario. Yeah, no, yeah. I was trying to get those mixed up. Uh, is buying into an F one going to have a team? Yep, he is going to um, get a team. They were approved by the FIA, which this is the craziest thing I've ever seen in acronyms. Is actually backwards. So this might just be a European wow. thing. It's actually the International Automobile Federation. That is the nuts. FIA. What? <laughs> I, I had to double check it because I was like, why is it backwards? That's so strange. But, you know, the Europeans. Um, <laughs> so they get their approval to um, join F1. They will be racing under the Cadillac brand. So that's kind of a, an exciting yeah, that's thing. That's a new They're one. bringing you don't hear luxury to the uh, you don't hear F1 world. Too many fast cars that are Cadillac. They have those uh, SRT8... Um, they're like the sedans, but they've got like a supercharged Corvette motor in them. Oh, okay. So they do have some fast things. Nice. Um, but uh, the motors will be supplied by Renault, uh, who's owned by Alpine. And this is the other crazy thing. I did not know this. They have to pay $200 million to join. Holy shit. And that $200 million is set to be shared among the 10 existing teams. How? I don't understand what why that works. What the fuck, man? I was going to dive more into it, but I was like, I don't know how much time we're going to have. God so damn, I didn't, I didn't delve too far into it. Um, oh, uh, one thing, too. Dan just reminded me, if the Bears end up with a number one pick, they're going to have the number one and number two pick this year. In the yeah, draft. that's that. crazy. Well, and see, I'm glad he brought this up because, you know, when you, other you and other Broncos fans are talking about, oh, we're going to have the number one pick. 
Didn't you guys? Isn't that pick still one that's traded from Seattle? Mm. I thought you guys traded multiple first round picks. You know, I can't remember now. I thought there was one that was a little further out. I thought it was 2022. Let me let me Google that. I'll Google that. But let me finish F1 yeah, before finish while that. I Google that. Um, so yeah, uh, the only other thing, and uh, maybe next week I'll, I'll come back with why they have to divvy that money up, which I think is pretty wild. But um, big news in terms of races that Chad could actually possibly watch, aside from the fact that NFL is happening at the same time, but he will be awake this time. Uh, the Qatar Airways Grand Prix is this Sunday at 11 a.m. Uh, you can watch practices on Friday and then watch uh, a couple practices and then the qualifying on Saturday. Okay, were, okay, go ahead, finish up. Uh, there's also a couple like shootout races as well on Saturday. Um, oh, sweet. They're just doing that to make more shit to make money off yeah. of. So Nice, more content. But yeah, um, there's a quick couple lap races. So Yeah, I guess the Broncos do have a first-round pick next year. I guess yeah, so. yeah, we're back. It was boys. probably a second round that they traded. For yeah, next year. I think it was two first uh, that year, this year, and then some seconds and a whole bunch of other shit. I can't even fucking remember well, what I mean, all they traded. We know the Broncos; they'll probably <laughs> spend it on Garrett Bowles. Yeah, we'll like get Garrett or Bowles or you know uh, Tim Tebow or uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. winners. Yeah. Uh... Bradley Chubb, who's yeah. now a Miami Dolphin, <laughs> who's been doing terrible for them. So good, good trade on yeah, that one. That we got Sean Payton decent. for Bradley Chubb, basically. Yeah, that is pretty much the so, way that worked out. Uh, uh, let's then get let's into, get into college football. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's do that, and then we need to cruise right in on into Check. MLB. Check. Red 18. Red 18. Needle dick. Needle dick. Needle dick. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's pretty much how Khalil Mack was uh, acting over the last weekend. He was sack, <laughs> just sack master. He saw that he had six sacks, right? In which game? Against the Raiders. Oh shit! He had six sacks. I hated it because he came close to getting tying DT. Uh, no, I can't have that, man. God forbid! I did not see that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I try not to pay attention to the Raiders unless something bad happens. No, I was just watching Red Zone, but it was just like fucking six sacks, man. That's crazy. That's I mean, nuts. I know TJ Watt had three in the first game, but yeah. that's no six. Yeah, and Miles Garrett had three and a half, I think, a couple weeks ago. Son of a... Uh, nuts, man. <laughs> Dan said he should have had seven. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the CU Buffs get a win and a loss. Yeah, I think Which is that's weird a win. to say. It is. That was a really exciting game, man. Like I said, I watched a lot fun. of college football, uh, built the end table while I was watching this, and so I was really clued into it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, first, I, it looked like this is going to be a blowout. I mean, Kayla Williams good. <laughs> marched down the field. And then, what was it, like 40 to 14? And then that's when they started to kind I of... I think so. I think that... No, I, maybe no, 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 no. No, I think it was like... I can't no, remember what it was. it was 30-something to 14. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was 30-something. Yeah, Colorado showed some fight, and I think it's because Dion at half said, all right, since you starters aren't playing, we're going to put in some of our freshmen and see if they want to play. Cormani McLean. Yeah. Omarion yeah. Miller. How do you Omarion. Omarion. Thank you for yeah. reminding me. Yeah, because yeah. I know that Sha uh, Shadour corrected I like how he did that right away. He's like, Omarion. Yeah. Get that, right. that was Peter King, too. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, Omarion, dude, that kid came out of nowhere, nowhere man. That, those catches were unreal. He had two catches. Oh, like a Willie Mays catch just right yeah. over the shoulder. Uh, his first two catches, he had like 105 yards. 
Yeah. <laughs> like a 60-some yarder and a 40-some yarder. He almost had uh, another one, but his foot was just barely out of bounds. Yeah, I think two and that conversion. one in the in- that touchdown in the end zone, I think that was to him, right? Yeah. That ball, Shador, put in the tiniest window yeah. I've ever seen. Yep. Literally, as the defender's hands are closing and probably grazing the ball, it passes through to Amarion, and it's just like, damn. It's nuts because you look at Shador, and you don't, you wouldn't think that he's that strong because he kind of dude looks scrawny. Fuck, he can but, rip the ball, and he's fast, dude. Like he knows when to run on that twenty-five yard yeah. run. It was a perfect time just to split it right up the middle. I mean, yeah, we're seeing glimpses of what Colorado could be if they could get some hogs down there in the line. That's the that's the problem, dude. They are getting bullied yep. and pushed around yeah uh in the in the trenches and that's where you know a lot of a lot of people say the games are won and lost and unfortunately i mean they still had a really damn good outing um they shut down usc there at the end. The, yeah there yeah. at the end that defense really came through man yeah. I mean, they were just making tackles like i mean we see so many times with like young defenses where that's the big thing is missed tackles but these yeah. guys were wrapping them up bringing them to the ground that's they could the not do that in the first half but and, they started to after the second half started yeah. <laughs> and i gotta say this is probably the first full game i've watched of caleb williams i watched a little bit of him last year but you He's know when everybody light. That's just what I was going to get at. Is last year, everybody was like, oh, this guy's the next Mahomes. Of course, I'm biased. I'm like, oh, that's, it's way too early to say that. You can't say that. And what did I tell I texted you during the game, and I was like, dude, his arm angles are almost exactly like Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, he's hitting those low side yeah. arms. He's hitting you with the regular, the three-quarter. And then you know how the run. <laughs> I saw – I mean, he yeah, did all of it where he's twerking all of his body. Yeah. And then when I see, like, even the mannerisms when after a play – he kind of does that like does flamboyant, not that, but even more the more flamboyant thing that Mahomes does is he kind of like throw like a ball the like this. and he kind of keeps the wrist like this. Yeah, I was like, like, dude, he's three point shooters. Yeah, uh, well, a lot of them still, you know, leave it up. Just there. Just leave it up there, but it looks kind of dumb when you're maybe that's the maybe that's the we'll leave it up there for the yeah. I've only really thumbnail. seen Mahomes do that, and I'm like, dude, he's just Caleb Williams is really replicating his game. But I mean, those throws too, it was just. So like that's the only NFL player you can compare it to. Yeah, he is looking a lot like Mahomes, but again, we'll see what it looks like. Yeah, I mean, it's still got it's, a long time. It's got to How about the news that came out? Well, let's address this, dude. It came out today that he came out and said he has five teams that he'll come out and play for. Oh, I didn't see this. Yeah. Did, oh shit! I I uh, try to type in five teams Caleb Williams will play for okay. because he said that if he doesn't like the team that's at number one pick, he'll just return to USC. Well, yeah, because I mean, he said he could make more money as a well. Dude, player. that's the thing with NIL now. You you're not gonna make over five million dollars. This is your first fucking year, yeah, and these why, dudes are killing it in the NIL. Yeah, I mean, look at some of these rookies. Look at CJ Stroud. He's making. I mean, yeah, he had a, probably a huge signing bonus. Yeah, but still, it's like. I love it. This it's making college football so much better, dude. I I'm all about it, man. Cuz um like let's say the Broncos weren't on that list. It was the Raiders, it was the Cowboys. And what was I saying in our fucking chat? Yeah. I fucking called it. I was yeah. like, he ain't going to come out for yeah. us cuz Travis is like, yeah, he will. I was like, yeah. no, he's fucking you not, dude. It, dude. I was like, look at this team, dude. We have not won shit since in, 2017. That was our last winning season. Is the organization. And that's why I don't know why he would go to the Raiders. That that organization is in shambles, too. He said the Raiders? It was the Raiders, Giants, Cowboys. I have it pulled up. Hold on. Uh, I got 3 of them. What's the other fucking two? Oh, uh, Caleb Williams says he can make more return more, more money returning to USC next season cuz NIL is going to get even crazier. Oh yeah. That's the thing. It's going to get even crazier. 
crazier. Uh, says he can pick what team he wants to go to because of that. Caleb's only five teams he would play for the Cowboys, Raiders, Viking, Giants, and 49ers. None of which 49ers, will be yeah. even remotely close to the bottom of the, of the draft. No. Well, the, so, Ra- the Raiders. Maybe. The Raiders will be up They'll there. be close. Yeah. They're going to have to trade up, and I don't know if they're going to have the capital or the players to trade up. I don't know up. if they'll have to trade up, dude. Right now, uh, the division rider- Raiders, uh, division rivals Raiders are ahead of the Broncos right now in the draft order. I mean, I think the Raiders are like third or second. So it's like yeah, they may n- – I mean, Devontae Adams wants out of there, clearly. He said he's tired of wasting his free time. But I saw something like Caleb Williams, one of his best friends, that's his photographer, is a Raiders fan. So maybe that's part of it. But Cowboys, how funny would it be if – Jerry's yeah. like, okay, Dak, you've had enough time. We're going to get Caleb. Well, they've already got Trey, dude. So what's why would you do that? <laughs> That's true. Trey Lance. He's the answer. Trey Lance, dude. Yeah. He's the answer. New York could be cool. I mean, we saw Daniel Jones. Did you see the, the clip of Brian Dable throwing the tablet at him? Well, I saw him toss it down. I couldn't read. I wanted to read his lips when he came out. Yeah. He said something to him after that, and I couldn't. I, I couldn't said, read his lips. I can't read lips, but it just seemed like he said, "I'm fucking. I'm done." That's kind of what he said because he was I, trying I, to show Daniel Jones something. And oh, then, on the tablet. I'm talking about when Daniel came out oh, after no, that interception. I didn't see that. Dable pulls his head off, headset off, and says something to him, and I. It's almost like what, the, like what. I yeah. can't tell, yeah. but um, he's obviously bitching at him, and they just paid him a shitload of money. So much. Did you see what uh, Devin Weatherspoon had to say about mm-hmm. it after the game? Yeah, the reporter came up to ask him. You know, it was great because most times they just give the regular fodder, like, oh, yeah, we prepared well. We we watched film and all this. No, he said flat out. He said, our coaches gave us the right game plan. We know how Daniel Jones stares down his first target, and so we just came from the blind side on that. And I was like, yeah. God damn, dude. That is... That makes Daniel Jones look fucking bad because yeah. on that pick six, it was like a laser. I'm throwing to this guy, yeah. and he was throw, staring him down and didn't even hit yeah. his target. Like, even when you're staring the guy down and you don't fucking hit it, that's sad. $40 million a year. That's what I'm telling you, though. Like, at, here in a year or two, the deal with Russ and the deal with Daniel Jones is going to be the mid-market quarterback deal. It sucks, dude. It's it's so it's fucking insane, shady, man. but. Yeah. Well, that's well, it. We've gone on another huge tangent here. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, the other thing was Notre Dame and the fucking uh, Duke game was awesome. That was great. Duke, how about yeah. that, man? Duke football, it's coming. They're coming. Yeah, I think they're looking good. They're looking pretty good. I saw your uh, Jayhawks dominated. No, not quite. Hey, they hung. They hung in there for the first. Well, half. they scored a lot of points. Oh, they lose? No, yeah. What do you? Uh, Who am I thinking of? No. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Because uh, I watched a lot of that game, too. That was a bummer. Um, where were they? Oh, 40 to 14. Dude. Oh, dude, I'm yeah. trying to think of what I'm... I must have... No, it was 17 to 7 after half, going into the half, and then Texas just dominated the rest of the game. Oh, okay. Well, I must have overlooked that one. I, I might have been looking at a different game. I thought I saw... Shit. I, mean, I don't know what I'm Georgia talking about. One that Georgia barely beat Auburn. No, yeah, we were going to talk about that, but I say we move on to MLB real I quick. Yep. Um, I'll start it because um, Chad's going to do most of the talking uh, about the MLB. Just a bit outside. Just a bit outside. Oh, i got to find my goddamn notes again. Here we go. All right, and we are back. Um, so the average game time has dropped to two hours and 40 minutes with the added pitch clock this season. That is a 24-minute decrease 
and only nine games made it to three and a half hours this season, down from the record 390 from last season. Wow. That's nuts, man. That's Were that, those nine games in extra innings? Uh, it, do you know, clarify. it didn't say. I'm, and it's, I, I don't know. It, well, I, it, it didn't say that when I was, when I was I, researching. And I drank the Kool-Aid this year, man. You know full well I covered this uh, league the whole year through the podcast, and it was fun. I, I loved watching baseball this year. Um, I was all about it, dude. There's times where, uh, just like tonight, I put a game on whenever we start recording, and almost by the time we're done, like you said, two hours and 40 minutes, you know, it's going into the eighth game or eighth right inning. inning yep. Yeah, right whenever we're done. So it, it, they fly by. Um, but now, starting tonight... The wild card matchups are happening. They are happening. I did yep. want to mention a couple more things, though. Get after it, man. Uh, the restrictions on the shift and shortened base paths added a spike in both batting average and stolen bases. And fastball velocity set a new record as well in terms of average. And guys are getting stronger. Yeah. Interesting. But now we can move on. I do like that the shift it kind of moved because, I mean, no one wants to see a bunch of 2-0-1-2 games. Like, that's... That gets boring. The shift got to the point where it was too crazy. It's almost where like you had guys cheating. like all the way on one side of the field, yeah. and unfortunately, with baseball being the most statistically um, covered sport, I think. Oh, ever. Uh, there's so many acronyms that are hard, like WAR and uh, wins over and replacement, and oh, like yeah. all these crazy things. Um, there's so many stats that Slugging they literally. Percentage you know where guys are going to hit the ball. They, there's enough statistics yeah. that you know 75% of the time this left-hand hitter is going to pull the ball. Yep. So I was glad that they changed <coughs> that. It was huge that they changed that. It was just start, And plus, it just looks stupid. Like, everybody's oh, yeah. over here. Like, it looked like some um, rec league softball shit. You know? <laughs> maybe it looks like the tush push, maybe? Well, we're not going to talk it about looks, tush push. It looks pretty goofy. I don't, I don't oppose go- it. I don't oppose it, but it looks pretty fucking goofy. All right. Well, we'll talk about this real quick, but I'm going to say this right now. If it wasn't for the fact that Daniel Jones and the Giants tried to run it last night and people got hurt... It wouldn't be an issue, no, but because be. people got hurt, now they're like, "Well, now we have to look at it." Because yeah. I think it's hilarious. Other teams are trying to running it and failing. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. you don't have a quarterback that can squat six hundred yeah. pounds. Yeah, we were talking about today. It's just like, why don't you just run the same thing defensively? Yeah, do a reverse tush push. And I don't get why there hasn't been more fakes in it. I mean, how many times do you see? If there's been a lot of fake punts this oh, year. Oh, they've done it so well. It would be so easy for him to like just do some like little yep. fake like. They tried that. Hike on it the, back. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was the Thursday night game against the Vikings. It was kind of funny. They tried to get fancy with it and they faked it. And then when he tried to roll out, he tripped over his running back. So not yeah. doesn't always work. Yeah. doesn't always work. Uh, but in other back MLB news, uh, so the wild card matchups, we're watching the Phillies and Marlins right now. Uh, the Phillies are up 1-0 with two runners on at the bottom of the fourth. Sound like an announcer right now. Fucking, yep. Yeah, what's the the Dodgers got? Uh, oh, got, shit. You know, I'll just say Harry Carey. That's the no, way to go. Harry Carey's yeah. awesome. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Um, yeah, he just passed away, I think, like last year. Yeah, it was last uh, year. But Vince, on the, Vince Scully. Vince Scully, legend, dude. Yeah, legend. Yeah. Uh, in the other National League wild card, Diamondbacks versus Brewers that game. Uh, Diamondbacks are up 4-3 right now. And then American League, the Rangers are taking on the Rays. And then Blue Jays versus the Twins. I think the last time I checked earlier, because the Twins and the Blue Jays were the earlier game, I think the Twins won that game. 
So uh, Twins three one, and it actually said Texas four zero over Tampa Bay. Nice. Yeah, I was hoping the Rangers would take that. So that is the wild card going on right now. Yes, oh, and is. I just saw uh, oh, who's has the who's on base on this one. I saw now the bases are loaded in that Arizona game with Milwaukee. Oh, nice. oh did he get it? He got thrown out. Damn, look at this, man. He tried reaching way away. Oh, that was yeah. a great play by he the was catcher. Screwed. Yeah. Put a little money on the Phillies to cover the spread tonight. So they need to win by two. And they are currently are. Yeah. Good. We'll see okay. what happens. Uh, another amazing stat from last this now that the whole baseball season's over with, we can get the uh the whole big picture thing of it. The attendance was up nine point six from last year. Yeah. That's insane because we've seen a, a steady decline for like the last 20 years. And finally, maybe because of the pitch clock, I think maybe because of guys like Otani, Acuna, uh, you know, even Vlad are, you know, just these stars in baseball. And like what we talked about like a month ago or something, yeah. how after they hit home runs, they put big chains on or act fucking goofy. They're bringing more of a fun aspect. The dong bomb. Yeah, let's that, not forget about the dong that's bong. That's fucking nuts, man. Yeah, I mean, they're the doing dong bong. crazy shit. I mean, one of the Phillies guys just got a double and he flipped off like some guy on first base and shit. Like, things are getting hardcore. They're throwing gang there, signs man. now. I love it. It's making it fun, man. So. Bloods in the Crips. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fucking gang wars out there. Uh, Dan said something about Florida State national champs. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, are they still undefeated? Uh, I think they are. I think they're ranked like eighth or ninth right now. They're, yeah, they're moving up too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's the thing too. We got to mention Acuna. Yep. So, yeah, thanks for reminding me. Ronald Acuna establishes the 4070 club. Nobody's done it. This is, to me is unreal. And when he did, he took the base. Yep. He said, This is mine. He should. I'm stealing this for real. I mean, it was amazing when guys get 30 30, you know, and then when he got to. 30-40 or vice versa, you know, it, it, 30, each 50. milestone was yeah. incredible. And then now to 40 and 70, un-fucking-believable. I mean, we're talking yeah. Ricky Henderson type and levels. And we were talking about earlier, he's going to win MVP more than likely. Despite Matt Olson hitting 54 home runs and breaking the franchise home run record for the Braves and RBI record. He finished, I think with 136. Man. Yeah. And the Braves themselves broke another record over 300 home runs yeah. for a team. So many sluggers. on yeah. that team. And, and then what's crazy is they have so many sluggers. People forget about Spencer Schreider. They forget about Freed. They've got aces on the mound. Spencer Schreider broke yeah. John Smoltz's strikeout record. Yeah. They might be one of the deepest teams in I've a seen long in a time. while, yeah. man. Cause yeah. I mean, how many times have we seen Dodger teams come up and, different Yankees teams, but you know, they'll, they'll always peter out in the playoffs. Yeah. I've seen it so many times with the Dodgers, but this Braves team, I'm, if they don't win the world series, I'd call it a loss, man. I mean, there's so much talent on this team. Yeah. At this rate, but we've always talked about this before, dude, the front runners, yeah. the people dominating, you get tuckered out a little bit. Boston Bruins last year. Yeah, Boston That's what Bruins I'm worried broke about. Every single record. Yeah. Well, much the Braves, like the Braves. Yeah. We'll have game one when we get the results of these wild cards. The wild cards are only three games, right? Best of three, uh, three out of five, I think. Oh, okay. I thought. Well, I thought the game one. Uh, Let me double check. For the Braves was uh, Saturday. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. That was a weird burp. I got threw up in my mouth. I think we may only do one game breakdown on this episode. Yep, I'm cool with that. 
because uh, I had a feeling this might run a little. Yeah, longer. Greg, we ran a little longer with Gregor's. It's all good. We need to. We don't know much about golf. We need real experts to come. That's on. true. Um, I don't really know what to go. Can you talk about something else while we? Or well, that's pretty much it, right? One thing I just want to give. We got to give a, a hats off to the retirement of Miguel Cabrera. This guy is an absolute legend, and yeah. it is sad to see him go. Uh, the tribute and the ovation that the Tigers gave him. You find it? Uh, oh, shit. Hold on. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. Nicknamed Miggy, a Venezuelan uh, player, uh, played first baseman, third baseman, and then designated hitter later in his career. Played for the Marlins, Tigers, pretty much the Tigers his whole career. 12-time All-Star. Uh, played left and right field. Uh Claimed the 17th MLB Triple Crown in 2012. And this right here says it all. Um, he's one of three players, three players in MLB history to have a career batting average of above 300, 500 home runs, and 3,000 hits. I mean, this guy's an absolute legend, and we're seeing him leave the game. Dude, dude we just, just got to get raked. Hats off to him. And I, do, I would like to mention that um, I love how the Oakland Athletics continue to be the shittiest team in baseball and give a recovering alcoholic an $80 bottle of champagne for his retirement wow. gift. Holy shit. <laughs> it's so funny. They sent the manager out there with this bottle of champagne and the Gullah Cabrera is like, thanks, man, I don't drink. And then someone Googled it because like, the label's facing out. Literally an $80 bottle of champagne, the Oakland Athletics bought one of the top three hitters in MLB history, basically, you oh know, my God. that's fucking sad. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, that's the Oakland athletics for yeah, you. Soon to be true. the Las Vegas athletics. Yeah, it won't be long. Yes, sir. But that is cheers to you, my girl Cabrera. And that will, you can't choose that. Taking a drink, Chad, you'll yep. go to hell. It is bad luck. I didn't hit mine on the table, so I that well, I'm probably going to hell now. Yep. I don't even know how to keep up count. with all these. It's almost like ping pong or ping pong. <laughs> P&A almost. <laughs> no, no. Like it's almost houses. like beer pong where house rules are always fucking crazy anywhere you go. Oh, yeah. You got to keep up on the house rules. Well, that's it for MLB, right? That's it for headlines. And that's it for headlines. Uh, we are going to get into what would be the musical break if you were listening after the fact. And the musical break for this month is Fossil Blood. Uh, they're a little bit heavier. We're going heavy now. Um, kind of... Um, Almost like doom metal-y, but not really. It's a little more grooving than that. Um, they're another band from Denver, Colorado, good buddies of ours. Sweet. Uh, we actually practice at the same space we found out after the fact of us knowing each other. But uh, this song is called Silver Camaro, which you'll be hearing that if you're listening to the pod or watching us on YouTube. Uh, if not, you will be seeing... Um, a will be back thing and hearing our theme music on Twitch. So that's coming at you right now.
are back. If you were listening or watching after the fact, you just heard Fossil Blood. The name of the song is Silver Camaro. If you like what you heard, you can go to fossilblood.bandcamp.com. And that's F-O-S-S-I-L, fossil like the dinosaurs, fossilblood.bandcamp.com. Um, you can check out the EP they've released and also find out when they're playing and, and buy merch through there as well. So um, you can also go and like them on social media. Um, they post on there as well when they're playing shows. So give them a like, listen, and follow. And they are the music break of this month. So thank oh, yeah. you, Fossil Blood. Uh, and you guys on Twitch, we are back live. Check it out. Ready. And All right. willing, like a girl on prom night. Nice. If you will. <laughs> <laughs> if you will's the keywords. We there. just got canceled. <laughs> uh, well, we did initially have two breakdowns and two deep dives planned, but uh, we had some fun with Greg and we went a little long in the headlines. So we are only going to do one game breakdown before we hit the DDOE and get out of here. Um, the game we are going to break down is Miami versus Buffalo. It was supposed to be the game of the week. It was a pretty good game if you were a fan of the Buffalo Bills as they sure. annihilate the Miami Dolphins 48-20. to um, I think they probably could have put up 60. They could have. I was wrong, and I'll be the first to admit this. My hot take at the beginning of the season, which seemed like I was oh, I right on the this. money. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, that's the thing. When we make these claims, you, you to get gotta... a sound effect of something <laughs> cooling. I don't know yeah, how to do that. but Frozen. Frozen. Yeah. Like, whoosh, like, just get a sound effect from Frozen. Maybe that's yeah. it. Because your hot let take. Let it go. Cool. Let it no, go. You didn't need to do that. You didn't need to do that. <laughs> now it's stuck in my head. Uh, yeah, no, I, I was wrong. And I'll be the first to admit it. Uh, the Bills may be back. Yep. Uh, they show the league they are still an offensive powerhouse after hearing about Miami's 70-20 to 20 win over Denver all week long. Not only did they show it on offense, they showed it on defense as well, holding the Mi- holding Miami to three of ten on third down and zero of three on fourth down. Yeah, also forcing two turnovers and sacking two or three times, who had only been sacked once up until then. Yeah, they so. really disrupted his timing. Uh, and like I mentioned earlier, when left tackle Armstead went out, that really changed. Yeah, the that game. was huge. I mean, that guy's a pillar for two. I mean, two is already kind of short. He needs, you know some protection and so they were really able to get to him that defensive line of the bills were, was fucking all over the place you look at ed russo ed oliver uh, they don't even have von miller back yet like that's what's scary he's practicing again though god damn Soon. i hate to hear that shit i don't know how much longer he's gonna be effective though yeah. at this point he's gonna be rotational playing you like, would think you know, so yeah maybe but, maybe a third down here and there you yeah. know but Josh Allen, five TDs on the game, man. I mean, he always plays good against the Dolphins, but goddamn, yeah, dude. four passing and then one rushing touchdown. Yeah, ends up twenty-one to twenty-five on three hundred and twenty yards. Like Chad said, four passing touchdowns, one rushing, uh, four carries of seventeen yards to add to that. Uh, Josh Allen was looking pretty good, and only four um, incompletions, man. Yeah, and him and Stephon Diggs, um, the connection is back. Yeah, it's six catches, 120 yards, and it's, three tutties. I think for sometimes Diggs, when Diggs goes up against another premier number one wide receiver, he yeah. really wants the ball and he wants to show out. Sometimes he can, 
And other times it doesn't happen, but in this game when he's going up against Tyreek, you know, it may not be when they're on the same field, but in an element, it still kind of is. Against yeah, you're competing in each other at the yeah. end of the day, position wise. I mean, but, yeah, because a lot of for a long time, people have been saying, you know, Tyreek's one of the number one uh, wide receivers along with uh, Justin Jefferson, but. Stephon Diggs won that battle that day. He definitely did. Um, Buffalo never trailed in this game uh, as their eighth straight win over Miami, and they are now 12 and two in the last 14 meetings. So uh, Buffalo has been dominating. Uh, it's almost like a big brother, little brother situation all of a sudden. Like, yeah, yeah. you guys thought you're pretty good beating up on Denver's defense that makes everybody look like all pros like Justin Field. Uh, but, you know, it, when you play a real team in the NFL, that's a competitive team. Yeah. And Mike McDaniel, it was pretty cool to see how humble and how much respect he had for the Bills, too. It wasn't like he came out there and made excuses or anything like that. He said, this is why they've been the big brother and owned the division for so long. This is yeah. why everybody's trying to beat them. It was pretty cool. It showed a lot of, uh, you know, just, you know, it wasn't, we've never had any reason to think he wasn't mature or anything like that, which maybe just because of his age or anything like that. But it was a good move to see that. Yeah. I, I respect Mike McDaniel. That's like we said, listening to um, uh, play callers. That, it was uh, awesome, man. He's he, just listening to his episode, I was like, "Damn, dude, I'm this pretty guy's sure on another level." If the, if I had to pick two coaches to hang out with, just to have a beer and or eat a cheeseburger, it would definitely be Big Old Big Red and Mike McDaniel because he'd probably smoke a joint and drink some whiskey with me. I'm gonna say though, I hate that fucking State Farm commercial with Patrick Mahomes oh, and Andy Reid, dude. Man, dude, you're if, if I was give a me Broncos, some of them nuggies, yeah. But you know, dude, of course you're a Broncos fan. You're going to hate Dude, I had to watch fucking Russ do his uh, Subway commercials. We're like, it's spicy. That's bad, dude. People love the State Farm commercials. I think Chiefs fans love the State Farm commercials. No, you're biased, dude. I want to see you show me a breakdown of statistics of Chiefs fans and regular people. Until you can provide that information, I call bullshit. Case in point, Travis's stepdaughter. They create fans that don't even really like football just because they make football fun, dude. They run trick plays. His stepdaughter probably literally became a Chiefs fan two weeks ago when the Taylor (laughs) Swift rumors happened. I I don't want to hear it. Dude, I get this. You'll see this guy at work, Drew. Um, He's Jamie's brother. He asked me if I have a Travis Kelsey jersey, and it's one of the five jerseys I don't actually have. And I said, what? And he's a Broncos fan. And I was like, why do you need a Travis Kelsey jersey? He's like, and his wife, I guess, is a big Swifty. And he's like, Cassie's wants to be Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift for Halloween. <laughs> I was like, that sucks. Is he man. a Broncos fan? He's a Broncos oh, fan. Dude, I wouldn't do it. I know. I would be like, no, that's that's where I draw the line. No. I'm sorry. I mean, you can be Taylor Swift and I'll be uh anything else. I'll be uh Joe Jonas or whoever else she did. Or we could go to marriage counseling because <laughs> yeah. I just ain't gonna do that. Yeah. Otherwise no way. we might be getting a divorce. If Hannah was like, No, <laughs> let's be Tom Brady and Kim Kardashian, I'm like, no. Nope. I ain't not gonna do it. Even if he's retired, not, not happening. Gonna do Yeah, but I just thought that was hilarious. Yeah, he was wondering if I had like a, even just a chief shirt I could get to. I'm like, yeah, no problem, dude. I, yeah, I'll get you that real quick. Definitely. Uh, one thing we do need to talk about though, Devin, did he say a chain now or what? No, I'm pretty sure it's a chan. A chan. Okay, sure so A-chan. Devin a chan is looking like the legit number one has supplanted Raheem Mostert. Eight carries, 101 yards, yeah. 12.6 yards per carry, yeah. and two Dude touchdowns. Fast. 
And yeah, Tyreek. The Broncos look like a fucking idiot. He's the right. one we were talking about earlier where there's like 11 Broncos on the that. ground. We need to get that picture up there. That'd we be awesome. could at this point. No. Damn it. I need to quit grabbing this. I'm yeah. so used to not drink. having a drink. Yeah. Just sipping, man. But Tyreek was just held to three catches for 58 yards, man. On yeah. five targets, too. So uh, they shut him down. And they that did. was, uh, they lost Tredavious White win. Uh, I want to say it was third quarter. I, I'm so sure third quarter. that means Tyreek was. Oh, he was shut down most of the game. Yeah, most of the game. So. I mean, that's just it. It's like this is a big win for the Bills. But, I mean, it just makes me think last because of last year. Last year they lost Micah Hyde. They lost Jordan Poyer. Uh, I'm, I don't think Micah Hyde was playing in this game. Maybe I, I can't remember because I know he was banged up. He might have played through it. But, yeah, losing Tredavious White, I think, is, is a killer for him. But, I mean. That is going to be huge. That they're is, so deep, it, it may not even matter. Well, and I heard, did, um, oh, my God, the guy who died. Well, I can't think of his name right now. Demar Hamlin? Did he start? I, I don't know he, if he I started, thought he was starting I, this week. I think he got reps. But when I was watching it on Red Zone, they never talked about it. You would think we would have seen, like, he started. And he didn't die. Demar did. Okay. Um. Yeah. Demar Hamlin plays in first regular season NFL what about games Micah since cardiac arrest. Cardiac arrest. Uh, <laughs> That's a thing. Uh, cardiac arrest. Um. I think he did play. I I see these three former Iowa players made impact during Week Four. Let me get down here. Micah Hyde, the Bills. Hyde and company answered the call, turning just two touchdowns and round to a 48-20 victory. Hyde finished with five tackles, tied for third highest on the team, and added a 23-yard interception return. God damn. It's hard to keep up with all this stuff, guys. Yep. We do our best, but there's just so much information. And with also having a life outside of sports and... Barely. Yeah. Well, uh, the Bills next week head to across the pond to take on the Jaguars. Get some fish and chips, if you don't been mind. Been there since this week. Oh, yeah. which we got to talk about real quick. Chad, did you watch the Fun Day Toy Story simulcast? I watched about 30 seconds of it, but then I have seen a lot of videos and stuff of it. Yeah, I woke up right away and then I started watching the original uh, cast, if you will, the original the origi- cast. Like the regular cast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there we go. I was like, oh shit, I forgot about the fucking uh, Toy Story. Clicked it over to that and it's like broken. Oh, it was? Yeah, yeah. I was wondering like, what you were beginning, talking about. In the beginning, it did, it like, um, I guess the players were like glitching. Oh shit. Because I saw like one thing happen and then it just went to like trivia. Like it was oh, like, wow, that was what like- happens on uh, fourth and ten, or like what happens after fourth down if you don't get it. Like it's like all these Damn. to bring kids in. Oh yeah, no. But then it did end up working, and there was like a few cool plays. Uh, there was the um, Trevor Lawrence run that was pretty cool, and the inner the pick six was yeah, cool. that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it was definitely broken. I think they need to work on it well. Bit and from what I've heard, next week. kids loved it. From Friends yeah. that I have and stuff that their kids watch it, they really like. Well, so it was a success. I don't want to mention him because he'll probably steal something else from us. But Zach By was talking about how <laughs> his kid was super stoked on it. That's it cool. was cool. They had like Slinky the dog as like yeah. the yard marker. He That's was, cool. Yeah, he was like the first. He That's awesome. Showed you how far they had to get. The claw would pick up the yeah, ball. Yeah, that was it. cool. The claw. Yeah, Toy Story is awesome, man. I yeah. remember being super those are sad movies. Young and. 
like wanting to go watch the movie in theaters. That shows how old I am because it's crazy that it's like almost 30 years old. And yeah, that shit came out a long time ago. I didn't clean my room and my mom went to take me to the movies to go watch it. I was really bummed out, but eventually when it came on DVD, I did. Yeah. Well, now when you watch it, like when you're older, it's a lot sadder. You're oh, like, oh all of them, this yeah. is fucked up, yeah. dude. You're Hannah like, won't watch Marvel movies with me anymore because childhood's they gone. Make her cry. <laughs> they yeah. make her cry. All oh, do we watch Ant Man? We're almost caught up. I forgot to tell you. We oh my god, we're gonna go way over on this episode. It's okay. Uh, we're almost caught up. Uh, I I can't remember. What we have left. We got lo- Thor: Love and Thunder. We watched the new Ant Man. Are you watching the shows in between? Like, are you watching in chronological? We were doing order? it, but there was like that werewolf show that I'm like, I, I don't know what the fuck that is. And I've like, heard it's they good. Have a new, they're advertising it again, like it's brand new because well, they came out the colored version. I think. I think that's what they did. Chad, you can't say that anymore. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Why's it got to be colored? Yeah. Well put. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're almost caught up, dude. We're finally, we're almost all the way to like new stuff. Well, perfect because Loki starts in a few days. I know. We're I almost wait, ready dude. to watch. You that. know, Deadpool comes in that too. He, but he makes. Chad, appearance. you can't say that either. Deadpool comes in that. Jesus Christ, dude. we're gonna get canceled. <laughs> I'm on saying this all kinds of dirty things tonight. Get nasty. All right, man. It's time to hear the unofficial official mascot of this show and sponsor and unofficial sponsor. Yep. Good boy, um, Seltzers will be sponsoring us soon enough. Yep. Uh, the man himself, Mr. John Daly, is about to hit it hard, man. are back ladies and gentlemen the majority of which are gentlemen aside from our mothers and significant <laughs> others but soon enough we will have a lot of the female persuasion listening to the show because we love everybody that's all right but E-L-E. it is time for the ddoe and i'm hoping chad has this one pulled up we talked about it a little bit earlier but it is about A.J. Brown and his cleat selection. Yeah. Don't really need to have anything pulled up because it was just a pretty cool story. Uh, we will provide a link on it. But mm-hmm. if anybody hasn't been watching any of the Eagles games, uh, he has been wearing super bright cleats. Bright highlighter. And then I poured this shot for you. Oh, shit. Idiot. I didn't even see you do that. Man, I'm a, I'm a ninja. But uh, now I just look like a drunk. Last week was bright pink ones, and I'm sure he paid fines for it because if nobody knows, um, see they and they kept including the crucial catch ones, but I don't think it's the week where they do that. Well, I think that was the excuse the commentators used to gloss over the fact that he's probably facing and I a fine. honestly thought they could not wear the crucial catch cleats aside from during warmups. No, there's but maybe so, but. There's also one particular week where they can wear whatever cleats they want. And okay. it's always like an, uh, a foundation that they have or something like that. Sometimes it's just maybe to support a friend or whatever. But he's been wearing these really bright cleats because he wants his daughter to be able to find him on the field. And it makes sense. When you're up there high in the stands and you're a little kid, you don't know who's who down there. Yeah. But he came out and said – all of the players should join in unison to wear whatever the cleats they want because the league can't find everybody. And I found this was a good daily dose of excellence because, for one, it was him. 
bringing up how, you know, he's just for us good fathers out there that want to like, you know, do it for our, uh, I'm slamming the table again, doing it for it's our okay, daughters. My drink's empty now, so it's not going to fall over. Okay. But, uh, you know, th- that's just it. That's why if anybody doesn't know the history of the NFL, a long time ago, back like thinking like the 80s or something, they were nicknamed the No Fun League for NFL because they will find someone for wearing the wrong socks or find someone for wearing the wrong cleats. And it's just fucking dumb. Just let them wear, make them wear the uniforms, whatever, but just let them wear whatever cleats they want. I mean, come on. Yeah, we've seen this before too. Um, like during the, um, the bubble in the NBA, um, Jamal was wearing cleats for uh, not cleats on him. Hard cleats. That would be hard. <laughs> well, you never know. Um, we're talking about cleats. Uh, he was wearing shoes, and I can't remember what they said on them, but they were very like uh, it meant something that was a lot to him. And when he talked about it after the game, he actually got emotional for why he was wearing them. Um, but. It's stuff like that, and the NBA's loosened up on it a lot. We were talking about earlier today at work, which is weird to say now uh, that we were talking about earlier today at work. But we were talking about it, and um, it's uh, they used to find NBA players for not having their fucking jerseys tucked exactly. in and shit like that. And it's, yeah. it's and they used to. I'm pretty sure they used to do that in in the NFL oh, as yeah. well. Like yeah. if you well, got tackled, you need to go tuck your jersey back. Now in you see you. guys do the opposite, where like Chase Young and Ezekiel Elliott are like trying super to show tight, off their yeah. abs and they're wearing like crop tops and shit. But yeah. I mean. It's just fucking cleats, and then, you know, A.J. Brown does it for a good reason so that his daughter could find him on the field. Loosen up, NFL. Well, Can we just not be the no-fun league? Yeah, and there's been instances, too, where, like, uh, somebody close to them dies from something, and they'll, like, wear cleats, like, you know, if it's whatever cancer yeah. ribbon color that they died from, and the NFL will fucking find them for it. Yeah. It's insane. It's but so it's dumb, It's just man. like, what are you doing, dude? It's just like they're the world police Yeah, or meanwhile, you know, we're not throwing flags on guys for humping in the end zone three times, just yeah. like Key and Peel. It's yeah. just like, what's where are the priorities? I know. Come on now. Two pumps, that's it. Yep, that's three, all you get, two. That's a flag. <laughs> well, yeah. Two could just be stretching. Three. I mean, I didn't want to bring it up, but I mean, that one uh, ref during the Chiefs game waited a long time to throw that flag on that interception. Yeah, on uh, the Lions player that did it. No, the Jets player. No, I didn't see. I didn't see that one. I that interception that um, I can't remember. uh, I forget who it was, but um, Sauce Gardner got the call. Because the Chiefs receiver kind of ran into him, it was like he they called holding, but it looked kind of like incidental contact. It honestly looked like the receiver created most of the contact. But then the rest sat there. The contact happened. The ball got tipped. The ball got intercepted, and then the ref throws the flag. Oh, you're talking about the pivotal holding yeah. call? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I've got a still from it, man. Sauce Gardner's hugging him. Like it's like come on. Like it's just not I even see, like I see a hand here, I see the receiver pull away, I see it go up here and drag across. I didn't see like this. No, he was I didn't, but he I had... didn't see holding like on the Mahomes run where the the left tackle literally has a guy like this. And, and the see, guy's that's what I can't clubbing stand, him in the face. It's like when the Chiefs get the calls, it's like, Oh my god. But every dude, time it's how okay. about the horse call? How sweetheart about the horse call? You've got America's sweetheart. Exactly. Now. It's, okay. it it, it's like when the Chiefs get the flags called on them, no, no, that's the way it should be. And then there was no there was clearly a jersey being pulled There's that no wasn't a horse collar. No, oh, I'm talking I don't know about, about the, the horse collar. Okay, I didn't yeah, see exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you see, point, case in point, dude. I'm tired of this fucking shit, oh, man. Chad's pissed. Fucking tired dude. of it. Chad's pissed. 
He hates bias. His team just won the Super Bowl and they're still good, but there are people talking Haters. slightly bad about. Oh you God, you guys are meanies. Nope. We win, but you guys are the meanies because we win. Oh, that's flag. This flag. Oh, yeah. What well, about the bullshit loved, calls? How just, about the fucking face mask? I just loved mask? how pumped Mahomes got after that. Like, yeah, there was a reason why you had a 15-yard hole to run through. Oh, my God, dude. When I watched the Bears game, there were so many fucking they could have. They literally we could have sacked Justin Fields. They could have thrown times. a flag on the Jets guy that was getting held for him clubbing the left tackle in the face for being held. That's the, what I'm talking about. They honestly should have. Juwan Taylor was not in the end zone when they called that safety. I've got a steal from that to prove it. The it's safety. fucking bullshit. Okay. But, oh, there, oh they, no, we only need to just, point out the There's the just calls. a little bit of a, a face mask. No, it was a face mask, but it wasn't in the end zone. <laughs> it was. I saw the still of the face mask in the end nope. zone. Pull it, up. pull it up right now. Hey, regardless, we'll talk about this after the fact, but we need to get out of here. Chris, on air, is that in the end zone? That's, it continued. The play continues into but it, it. The rule is if the face but mask started the refs, in the end zone. But what about the fact that no, the ref waited till after the interception to proof. throw the flag? I you mean, that's the proof. same. That's the same argument. Chris, how many times did the Chiefs beat the Broncos in a row? I can't tell you. I forgot. Yeah, exactly. I just know uh, we. I think we're tied in Super Bowls now. Yeah, that's all you got, man. Yeah, that's all I got. How many points did the Dolphins put on? But how many have I watched live? All three. All How many, many have you watched? Two. All right. So, needless to say, because you would have had to have been uh, in your grandpa's balls, I but think, I'm the last time they won. I'm, I'm reincarnated. <laughs> needless I love to that say, game. we got to get out of here. God damn so, it. So, hey, daily what? dose of excellence to you, AJ Brown, for oh, yeah, I forgot challenging we the system. About, uh, we've gone way over for now. Pass- oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. The fucking time police. The time police. Loki's coming after us. You're right. Cheers. Cheers. Here's to uh, rivals and face masks and holding calls and the Broncos barely beating the 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 Bears. The worst team in the league. (laughs) Cheers, Cheers. guys. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We'll see you guys next week. We love each and every one of you. Toodles. Toodles.